Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people. This is, oh man, week three? 23? Oh, I was going to say week Sorry. three of Married, oh wait, is this week three of Married at First Sight or week two? Married at First Sight does not go by weeks. That's but. true, they don't. <laughs> they don't. This is the third episode of Married at First Sight, and this is hometown week of The Bachelorette. Yes, it is. So before we dive into those things, um, do we have any updates from Married at First Sight or The Bachelorette? You know, I'm really not the one with the updates. I don't know. That's why true. I don't know why I ask you this. It's always I me. Ask you every <laughs> it's always me with the updates. Okay. Um, so Eric and Virginia, um, they well, Virginia, I'm sorry. I think she had a Facebook post and someone like screenshotted it and put it on Instagram. I'm like, who uses Facebook? But she said that, you know, they are indeed divorced and that it's gonna play out uh during couples cam. <laughs> So I was like, wow, okay. Um, you know, these producers get everything they can. Out of girl, this. I was like, I wonder if the production team was like, look, if y'all get a divorce, just come on couples cam real quick and we can just film some scenes. Divorces are some... in the contract. <sighs> that's unfortunate. Let's make some money while we're here. Right? So I was like, I guess, girl. Um, so that's that, if anyone was, you know, wondering. Um, I see that Haley from from this past train wreck of a season, I don't know, does she clarify what she does for work? Because I have seen her every week in a new state. I mean, she's been in Mexico, she's been in Idaho, she's been in Utah, she's been in California. I'm like... What does it say her job is? or what? I forgot. Is? I think it was like oh. marketing executive or something or consultant. Oh, she could be like a salesperson like going around selling products i guess so and i guess i guess they're still doing that now during covid yeah some people are from my understanding it just depends on like who you're selling to and Mm -hmm. if that person or that company is like willing to have in-person marketing marketeering i don't know i suppose so okay well she's just been you know living the life so you know Cheers to her. That's good. Is she wearing a mask? I guess not in pictures. But. I don't be seeing. I know, but she's. It's in pictures, so who knows? Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So other than that, I don't think I have any more updates for Married at First Sight or Bachelor. Okay, great. I'm thinking. Oh, I did see somebody and somebody are having a baby for Married at First Sight. Somebody and somebody. And oh Jessica. yeah, just I. They were so boring. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're having a baby, so congratulations. Yeah, somebody and somebody, exactly. Them. Yeah, and that's about it. Shall we? Okie dokie. Shall we jump right in? Let's jump. I think this week we're going to start with Married at First Sight, the less eventful of the two. Mm hmm. Yes. Okay. And I think we start We start with Brett and Ryan, correct? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. She okay. has a lot of boobs in this dress. I didn't realize when she tried it on before, maybe it wasn't altered, but I was like, woo, girl, boobies. But yeah, that's what I was talking about. I didn't think the alterations, I don't know if she didn't have time or if she didn't think she needed them, but I was like, no, you needed it. 
Yeah, I mean, as she was, like, walking up to her dad, I was like, this is, I was thinking she was going to spill over, but <laughs> yeah. then I realized there was, like, 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 a little netting right there, and I was like, okay, she's covered. I was like, well, a lot. and it wasn't even, that wasn't the issue for me, because it just felt like it wasn't tailored, like, it wasn't fit to her body, so I felt like, had it been a little bit tighter, like, mm-hmm. I felt like it wouldn't have felt like her boobs were going to, like, just kind of fall out, so yeah, that's I just felt like, like the if fit. It maybe, like, pulled up like altered at the shoulder so it would have been like holding yes. her better I guess yes because yeah. Rachel has a similar dress later on and hers I didn't get that vibe of like damn she's about to spill out like it was very like fit to her body so I'm unsure um, but Ryan seemed very happy to see her I'm sure he was <laughs> very happy he to see he tearful as soon as she get, like started walking I was like are you about to cry for the stranger not that Gosh. that's unheard of yeah, I mean, he seemed very happy. He also seemed super nervous. Um, so they're very happy to see each other at the altar. He was very chatty. Like, he just kept saying, like, these one-liners. Of, uh, I think he was just, like, nervous. Like, he just became, super, like, more awkward than ever. Yes. In his nerves. Like, he's talking to her dad and talking yes. to her and just, like, saying stuff. And I was like, this is weird. Yes. This is awkward. He kept looking at the officiant, who I thought was about to... Was that the old man, or was it the old man yes. with Rachel and Jose? With, like, was, the swoop in the front and the ball. This was the old man who the... I thought was near the door to of of, <laughs> of the eternal door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is this crib keeper? Who is this man? That's so mean. I'm sorry, but I was like, sir, yeah. like. and I be an officiant at any age. We're not going to be ages on this podcast. We're going to allow him this time you know what he's got cool cool i do wonder though who these who's like (laughs) picking the officiants because i've had some thoughts about quite a few of them indeed even i think because the the officiant of rachel and jose that's like a older black guy right yes yeah that was older black guy i was like where did he come from then there's the person from bow and johnny and i was like where this like who are these people that are I'd love to know. I just was like, between Brent Ryan's officiant and Ho- I was just like, what's happening? So I noticed that Ryan, like when they're, they were saying like their little intros, it's not the vows, but it's like the stuff they say that I guess their friends and family said about them. And so I noticed that they were talking about Brett and how she's, you know, when she's not coaching volleyball or softball, she's playing with her dog. Ryan kept looking at the officiant, um, I guess because he was talking, I suppose. But I just thought it was interesting that he was, like, not really looking at her. Um, I noticed that he was shaking his head a lot. Like, he was just moving. Like, it was just very distracting. Um, They panned over to Ryan's dad when they were talking about his little intro. And his dad looked angry. Um, Really? He did. I did. Well, and honestly, there were a lot of shots to the audience when they were talking, so I wasn't really sure what was going on. Um, I think it was just super awkward, if I'm being frank. Yeah, I feel like there's always shots to the audience. I just tune those out because I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they'll shoot to the audience and then, like, put some name up there very briefly. Yeah. But I guess the audience members are the ones who wrote the, like, the introduction, so mm-hmm. that's why they're doing it. But I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure who. I guess I mildly remember Ryan. Mildly remember Ryan's dad as wanting a normal. normal yes, son. he wanted a normal son. <laughs> um, so then after they say their vows, which were pretty just generic, there was I nothing that stood vows. out. Really? I thought, 
I didn't get it. Like, I didn't feel like they were um, over the top. I feel like they were appropriate for the situation, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, not weird, but, like, nice for the situation. I like that they talked about him liking, or his family mentioned that he likes to bake and watch The Notebook. I was like, that's, mm-hmm. that's cute. I don't know how many times I've watched The Notebook. Maybe only once. Really? But it's wow. good. Because it made me so sad. I was like, I don't know if I can watch this again. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I actually, I I cut it off before, like, they die. Because I'm like, damn, like, this is a lot. (laughs) I watched it. I loved it. I cried. I told people about it. Somebody bought it for me. Haven't watched it since. Gentlemen. They were like, but you, yeah. He was like, but you love it. And I was like, but I'm not going to watch it again. I don't think I can put my heart through that. I'm just not. Like, no one alley hold a special place, but I'm not going to go there. Well, Ryan loves it. He said he wants to bake a pie and watch the notebook with you, which is really interesting. But we'll get into that. Um, So I noticed that they, so the, I think the officiant was like, you guys are now married. And then they kiss. She kissed him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay. So then the officiant's like, (laughs) now presenting. Yeah. You may now kiss the bride. So they kiss twice. I thought that was really cute. Um, You know, it's different. Yeah. Uh, They panned over to Ryan's mom. Or Brett's mom. Wait, who? Hold on. Someone's mom looked Latina, but I could not tell if that was Brett's mom or Ryan. I was bet it was Brett's mom because Ryan. Ryan. I mean, Ryan is, you know. I mean, they were talking about some things that don't strike me as. Yes, actually, yes. Let's get to that. Um, So (laughs) they're walking. So they have their little intro conversation after the wedding. He just kept doing these zingers. It was just, was it sarcasm? Was it awkwardness? I didn't like it. Um, Ryan says that she's beautiful and that her eyes are amazing and the first impression couldn't be better in his confessional. And then Brett says that she teaches high school and coaches he works for oil and gas, then he's happy with his career, and now he's happy with his wife. So they both seem happy-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. I was like, this seems pretty relaxed. Nothing noteworthy is happening. Yeah, it's like yeah. real, real bland. But I was like, this seems okay. Yes, yes. And so then we get to Jose and Rachel. Goodness. <sighs> Do you want to take this? I don't really know what's happening. There's a lot of back and forth. <laughs> It's a lot. Here, but okay. So we see Jose getting in the limo with his friends. Uh, they're making like some banter. Rachel's with her girlfriend. She's worried that he'll be boring already before she even meets him. <laughs> wow. Um, we get to see her and her girlfriends doing their makeup or getting their makeup done. I did notice her, the makeup on her bridesmaids was dark and I wasn't expecting that, like with the dark lip. Mm-hmm. I noticed um, that. It's interesting. Yeah, I was like, this looks... <laughs> This interesting choice. Well, as Mirla said, I don't want my makeup to look like that. <laughs> I wouldn't want my makeup to look like that either. But um, yeah, the dark makeup really, I guess, caught my attention. And then I guess at the actual wedding, they were wearing like these wine colored uh, mm-hmm. bridesmaids dresses. But I guess yeah. you still don't need to have like that dark of a lip. I don't no, know. But it's it winter, was too dark. I'm supposing. Um, so he starts talking. We cut into him. Um, he's like talking, I guess, getting his thoughts out there. He said he's nervous and wondering if she'll be attracted to him sexually. And I'm wondering where this is coming from. Well, and he went on a whole spiel about how he, you know, his height and he's got a big nose. And I was just like, 
what is oh, with these men these days? I didn't and catch like, that, but yes, that's accurate. I was like, what is it with these men? And like, you know, what if she doesn't love me? What if this, you know, I'm this and I'm ugly and I'm dark. And I'm like, wow, it's a lot. I mean, I guess they're just, I think they're just being open in their insecurities. And I appreciate that. But it was just, it was alarming. I was like, damn, Jose. I mean, he's not ugly. (laughs) When we get to Jose at the altar, I'm going to tell you all the things that bothered me about him. But... Yeah, uh, it wasn't my favorite. Um, but yeah, he starts wondering if she'll be attracted to him sexually. She's asked, She wants her girlfriends to talk to him and figure out all the red flags. She wants to know them early, which I think is smart. Like, let me know if you if you peep something that I don't see. Mm-hmm. Let me know. But and then she says, but then she says that she doesn't want her friends to tell her every little detail that they don't like about him unless it's huge red flags. Like you have a baby on the way. That's something I want to know. Or yeah. if it's like, well, his tooth is crooked. It's like, okay, girl. Oh, well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, that makes you know. sense. They might be like, oh, well, you know, he he has two dogs and we don't like that. Or, mm-hmm. like, you know, something stupid. I think that's what she was trying to say. Um, He speaks with his mom. His mom's name is Virginia. Um, she seems nice. She tries to encourage encourages uh, she tries to encourage him and she tells him that she's proud of him. She starts to tear up and mm-hmm. you know, they talk about all again all of his accomplishments that oh, he's Lord. done. And if you guys haven't kept up, he graduated from college, went to a master's program, bought and paid for two homes, has everything but a wife. Yes, and bought and paid for his vehicle. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. The vehicle. Mm -hmm. You know about these short men with these big trucks? Girl, I mean, honestly, and it makes sense, like, the listing of these accomplishments and, like, him. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. So we get to see her walking down. She looks very happy walking down. Very happy or either drunk. Mm -hmm. Not drunk. But just a little, uh, just a little, a little tipsy, just a little, I, a little something in there. I think she's done something for those nerds because she's talking, mm-hmm. she's laughing, she's—I don't know if she's completely sober. Um, her family says she likes sleep and food, and I was like, that's so relatable, girl. <laughs> me too. Um, he says, "Well, I cook," and so we have a little bit of a common ground there. But then. As this is going on, we keep they keep showing Jose, and every time they show him, he's moving his mouth. Did you notice this? Yes, yeah. It's like the tongue is in the cheek. He's biting his lips. He's like smiling awkwardly. I'm he's like, nervous. Does he have ears? Oh God, no, it's not. <laughs> he's, is, it's just nerves. Is, it's nerves, but it's so distracting. Like every in every single scene, he's doing something with his mouth. He can. He's not like just listening or like i don't know it's just like it's ev- it's everywhere like watch it back and you'll see what i mean yeah i mean like, i did i felt for him because he definitely was about i thought i didn't know if he's going to make a run for it like he was very oh, much like keyed so. up and yes. i i just i wish i just you know you just have those anxious people mm-hmm. where they're just like i can't stop moving i can't stop moving no. i just he just couldn't it's help himself so distracting i didn't um, notice brian moving as much as you said but Jose in this mouth action of like lip licking, biting teeth, <laughs> like it's just that's like it's it's weird. But she seemed she didn't seem to notice. So I guess she was doing. I don't know. She's focused on her own thing. Yeah, yeah. She. I mean, she seemed vows. happy. Um. So 
their vows, they did the little intros where Jose, you know, he's a risk taker. He's very structured, has a big heart. Structured. Um, I didn't catch much of anything from her vows, but for his vows, he says that he wants to, I think, provide support for his wife emotionally, spiritually, and sexually. Now, okay, let's talk about this sexually because hmm, let's let's talk about it. <laughs> How I mean, I'll start with me, I guess. If I just meet someone and they're already <laughs> talking about how they're going to provide for me sexually. I feel like that's weird. And why are you talking about <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, I am, as Katie from The Bachelor says, I am super sex positive. But there is a time and a place. And at mm. my, uh, during my vows for the wedding, like, that's when, mm-hmm. it just felt very inappropriate. And that's, and that's a lot for me to say. <laughs> but like it just was it was inappropriate like you got my fucking grandma right here all my family you talking about sexually that's what i mean like <laughs> why are you bringing that like why do you feel like that's something you need to address right in the vow like, like that was just so wild to me and she you know played it off she laughed it was a good sport about it but i would have been like what the fuck is this <laughs> i mean as for me it's kind of it sounds like a compensation thing i feel like when people some, oh yeah when some people start talking about sex all the time like every comment they make is about their dick or about sex i'm like something is going something is wrong here this is not <laughs> the good kind of the good kind of sex conversation this no. is the bad kind well i mean obviously I like know. he is definitely highly insecure so i, I just guess. i'm like you know I, I don't think we had heard him talk about sex until this episode. Now he's wondering if he's sexually attracted. Well, he said that he said a similar sentence, like in one of his confessionals. Um, I think like maybe like two episodes ago, where he what he was looking for, and he's like, you know, someone who's attracted to me sexually, like someone who I can be sexually. Like it, I remember him saying that, and I was just like, okay, Jose, we get it. Like it's your wife. Like obviously we so want did her to someone be. Someone tell him he wasn't attracted <laughs> to sexually. I think it's. I think someone told him that he's not attractive. Period. Because because with okay. his with the height and I guess he said he has a big nose. I didn't even notice. I don't notice I didn't notices. Notice the nose. I didn't <laughs> so, notice he was short because he has well, just a short stature. But I mean, he's him yeah. and Rachel are what the same height she's, and she's in heels. Yeah, I was gonna say she's not uh, tall either. But so he's I probably didn't like five nose. eight. Okay, that's oh, not. That's tough. That's not Goodness, that's not terrible for Are you to be serious? Like my sexually attractive. Five eight. I am serious. Oh my goodness. I'm serious. I feel like depending on your level of attraction, that's not bad. But well, yeah, I, feel like I guess with him and these right. insecurities, that could like knock it down a whole lot. Because mm-hmm. it's like you're short on top of all your insecurities. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's tough. On top of all your insecurities. Poor Jose. But so after know. they clear up that sexually thing, um, they. They, you know, they both actually kiss each other. So I thought that was very nice. Um, they kind of just stood, they just stood there for like, maybe like three or four seconds. And she just kind of looked at him like, are you going to do it? And then he finally kissed her. So I was like, wonderful. Yeah. Great. And then they do a lasso ritual, which I thought was really nice. This is what. It's like hashtag Texas shit. Here we well, and honestly, I think it's like hashtag more of like, uh, his, like Hispanic culture or more so Hispanic really Catholics. Actually? Like, Hispanic mm-hmm. Catholics do that little ritual thing. I've seen that before. Um, mm. So I thought that was really nice. You know, getting different cultures, you know, I love it. Um, Jose's mom was crying. I was like, wow, she thinks this is a real wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it 
for her baby. I know. Um, so I thought that was sweet. They do the lasso ritual. They're bound together before God in front of their friends and family. And I was like, damn, this seems really intense. It's um, a real wedding. Yes. Lifetime um, gives real weddings. So then they walk out. They both look very happy. Um, he says that he is very pleased uh, with the way she looks. Great eyes. Great smile. She says that he is very charming and a complete gentleman. And then she does something that I actually really enjoy, where she's like, let's just play a game. Let's say one thing about ourselves. so cute. I think this was super cute. And we'll see if like you agree or disagree. And I was like, this is super cute. Um, so they were both born in Houston, born and raised. Um, they both like sporting events, because she mentioned again, she went to the World Series by herself. Um, they both speak Spanish, and they both work out at least three times a week. Uh-huh. So I thought that was great. Everything is going great, you guys. Everything is going well. They're talking. They're vibing. They're chatting. <laughs> um, and then Jose says that, you know, Jose says that, you know, you're gorgeous. Like, you're exactly what I asked for. And she says that she described him to the T and that she's not really into looks. She's just into personality. And look, she got it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, <laughs> I, and so I try, here's the thing, you guys. I'm trying to give her some grace because maybe she didn't realize what she was saying. And then the look on his face, like my, I just, I screamed, y'all. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> this was so I think I saw a preview of this, and so oh, I was like, did that really so happen bad. that way? Or was this the preview that was chopped up this way? Oh. But it seems like she's just, you know, she's going on her merry little way, talking, and then she just puts her foot in her mouth, and he looks... Yeah, I mean, and it was so confusing, shattered. because it seemed like she was really into him, so I was just like, I'm confused. Are you not attracted I, to him? I think what she was I, trying to say is she's putting personality first and looks second. She doesn't I don't. Oh, that's no don't tell don't tell me that then. Shit. Like if you tell me you looking at me and you like oh you know personality first looks second. I'm gonna be like fuck you. And we can actually depart. Let's part ways. I see what she means, but I don't think it translates well anywhere. But you know, like on Married at First Sight, like for some people, like I want my person to look like this. And she's like, I want a person to have these qualities. Like, she's just prioritizing that. Yeah, and I wish... There's no way to say that well. No. And I wish she would have followed that up with, you know, I am attracted to you. Or if she would have just said, hey, I I don't know. Just the wording of that was just not She could have said, I got personality and looks. Yes. Like, just... Come on, girl. Like, (laughs) I just was like, Rachel, this is no good. Um, So he just looked completely deflated. And I was like, well, there goes that. Um, so we'll see. Y'all know happens. he was already coming in on shaky ground. Oh, you know, Lord. In the coffin there. Um, so then we get like a few rounds of like really quick interactions. And so I'm going to, yeah. we're going to move through this a little quick just because there's not much. There's um, nothing happening, y'all. So Brent and Ryan, they're just taking photos at this point. They seem to be comfortable with each other. It's too early to tell. He says that, you know, she has some sass and he likes that. And I was like, I don't know. That sentence actually, when people say you've got sass, I I don't know how to take that. So I was kind of just like, okay, Ryan, I guess that's a good thing. Is sass a, okay, that's what I was about to ask you. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I guess, 
Yeah, that's why I was like, is it good? And I guess for him, he's like, oh, she's got some sass. And I was like, so what does that mean? Like, I don't know. He seems like a very, not conservative guy, but just very much like East Texas. Like, just, I don't know. I just. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is something you would say about someone who's like a more liberal. Like, oh, they're sad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's why I was like, she's okay. Wild one. Yes. Hair, you know? I think that's what he thinks. Like, he's like, ooh, the red hair, and she's sassy. I'm like, oh, fuck. she's not. Well, he said, yeah, she's not what I typically would ask for. Absolutely. Like, but I, think, I think she is attractive. I just didn't know I would like someone like this. I was like, okay. Uh, I don't know. Let's see where this goes. Um, so then I think we go to Merla and Gil. Um,. She says that she's a very happy princess right now. I think she's talking with her friends at this point. Um, and I think they ask her on a scale of one to ten, you know, what is he? And she says a ten. And I was like, oh. Yeah. She does seem more relaxed in this clip. Like, she's, like, taking pictures. She seems a lot more agreeable when I'm, like, hey, yeah. she's drinking because she's being too nice. Yeah, I'm she seemed skeptical. She seemed really relaxed. I was like, well, maybe she's just happy to be married. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is she happy because all the attention's on her? I don't know, because like, honestly, I felt like as we go through the, the evening, I actually find myself agreeing with some of the things she says. So let me get to that, because I don't know. Some things I was like, hold on, y'all. So then we go back to Rachel and Jose. Oh, Lord. Tension is thick with these two, because he is, you know, his wife just said, you know, he's not attracted to him. She doesn't know anything's wrong. She's having a great time. He doesn't have a clue. The camera, the cameraman's like, could you smile, Jose? And he is literally just like, no. (laughs) And then in his confessional, he's like, my wife just says she's physically not attracted to me. But she did not say. She didn't say that. Is. She really didn't say that. But I can understand why he would, you know, make that interpretation. Um, so he <laughs> said it sucks because she's. Oh, she scared me. Oh yeah, Gracie's my dog. Yeah, yeah. Gracie's just, you know, she's <laughs> a sweet ready? girl. There's like someone she's outside. She's sweet, y'all. Gracie is just a little timid, but she's good. Yeah, she's super timid, but you would not think that. As you can hear, she sounds like she's about to wreck some yeah, shit. Um, so he said it sucks because she's everything he wanted, but he did say that seeing her joy is super contagious. And I was like, oh, see, turn around, is Jose. Is it super contagious? Because he doesn't look happy. He looks like he's really I don't know. Head. I'm really trying to, like, I'm like, Jose, just give it, you know, just, he but also. super uncomfortable. They're trying to take these pictures. He's like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> she thinks I'm ugly. I don't blame him, though, because I would be like that, too. I actually would have stopped the photos and been like, can we have a conversation? <laughs> Am I ugly? You would say that? Yeah. No, I'd be like, are you attracted to me? Because if not, we need to go ahead and call this. Oh, my. Okay. We go back <laughs> to Merlin Again, she's being so nice. I'm still mm-hmm. thinking she's drinking. I, don't, I haven't seen her with a drink. But she's, like, nice in this moment. Or nicer than I've seen her be. Um, We go to Brett and Ryan. They're doing their first dance, and he's very excited about this two-step. Brett's like, I don't know how the hell to two-step. Girl, this was so weird. This like was I, so bad. I'm so co- I'm this confused. So for me, this was super uncomfortable because first of all, who the fuck said we were two-stepping? Like this isn't just his wedding. So I was confused as to one why there was country music, and two why they had to two-step, and three why he couldn't just be like, hey. 
if you're not comfortable, let's just dance regularly. Like, why do they have to do that? I'm also not sure. It did seem very one-sided. If she's like, I don't have any idea how to two-step. Why are we two-stepping? So he's yeah. like holding her. And I didn't like that. The people, the crowd is encouraging him to twirl her and dip her. And she's not, she's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Which yeah. if I was the bride, I'd be like, no, this is my wedding. Like, I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be like in this position where everybody's encouraging me to do things I don't feel comfortable with. Well, and nothing's um, worse when you're like dancing with a guy for the first time and he's like okay let's salsa and then he's like trying to like spin me all around and shit and i'm like i actually don't really know how to do this could you maybe teach me a few steps so that i don't look like an yeah. idiot because and i don't it's like your wedding as well it's not like you're right a, like a guest and you're just dancing on your own like everybody's watching yeah so i i was really uncomfortable and i was like ryan you're you're losing some points with me right now yeah yeah we go to michaela and zach um, Zach is very, very happy. He says he feels like this is his partner. <laughs> and it's only been the same day that he met her. He's I have some issues very, with Zach. I really do. Okay, wait, 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 okay, wait, wait. They're talking. She says her longest relationship was 364 days, and the guy broke up with her before their one year anniversary, which seems like a red flag to me. Um and he says he prefers to meet people out in public. Like, he's on dating apps, but he prefers to, like, walk up to people and introduce himself. Then we get into a, a bit of a more, well, <laughs> serious conversation. Well, right before the serious conversation, her family's looking at her, and they're like, look at her looking at him. Look at her looking at him. Yeah, it was and a lot. Michaela is like, <laughs> like, starstruck by him at this point, I'm supposing. Um, but they say they, they really like it. And then we get into some self-confidence things here with, with our friend Zach. Oh I'll let you take it. Okay, so, you know, Zach has already told us that he is, you know, um, he is a gentleman that is full of just all the things. Man. A renaissance man, emotion. He loves it. And so he says that growing up, he wasn't very confident. He was super skinny and small and... He went to an all-male white Catholic school, which I'm assuming, yeah, I forgot what it's called. I think I know which one he's talking about in Houston. Um, but he said that everyone was making fun of him, and even the black kids would make fun of him because he was darker than most. And she was just like, well, you don't have to worry about that because your skin is beautiful. And I'm like, oh, God, Michaela. Um So then after that, he says that once he got to college, he became more confident. And so... Uh, my issue, here's my thing. The whole story about, you know, the Catholic school and shit, I totally get that. And I totally understand that. And so I feel like once he got to college, it's not adding up for me. Like him taking marriage so seriously and wanting to be married. And like he's fucking sobbing on the floor in the elevator last episode. But you've only been in a relationship that was nine months. So I feel like the math, ain't mathing like it, it's not you feel like it's the confidence that's the issue or i guess like elaborate a little bit more i think he is not what he portrays himself to be like he's talking like he's this nice guy and he just wants marriage and he just wants a family and like i'm just not buying that like i'm not saying he's a fuckboy or anything but i am the whole thing about the confidence and when he went to college and he became more confident to me i was like oh so you went to college and saw girls really were fucking with you and so then you kind of just was like i'm just gonna smash all these girls oh i had a different impression 
Oh, tell me. I guess I was like I was thinking like he's not making himself what he's making himself out to be how he is, but I was just thinking he's like he's portraying more confident than he is. Like he's telling her more became more confident when he was really still very insecure because I don't feel like you go from if I'm in high school thinking I'm scrawny mm-hmm, and I'm like mm-hmm. too dark I'm not gonna go to college and just be like well let me go ahead because I mean he's he's built some of his body but he's not like yeah. buff by any means well and honestly I kind of agree with you because I still think he's crazy insecure but I think that yeah. I think he tries to hide that by like just like dating women and like not just you know smashing Do you feel like he's like a serial dater or like he's dating a lot of women i think he might be a fuck boy <laughs> like i think that he i i don't know like this nine months thing is really sticking yeah. with me somebody tell gracie we're trying to record a podcast well these <laughs> these guys are out there just blasting music and so i don't uh, i think i can almost hear the music i can hear the bump Crazy yeah, girl, we're trying to record a podcast, baby. I'm uh, actually gonna just tell them like, what is happening? Like they're just outside, just blasting music. I don't know why. I guess it's, it's the weekend, so it's the weekend over here, y'all. They're young. Okay. <sighs> so yeah, so it's interesting. We have. I feel like I kind of understand yeah. your point, and I think I feel it like actually we have to get to know him better. Yeah, I think it adds to my point of I'm just not sure. Like you, you take marriage so seriously, but you've only been in a relationship for nine months. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Ooh. Also, to your point, all this um, sex talk with him, mm-hmm. I was like, hold on a second. Yeah, like, I mean, we get, I mean, we get there, but I was just like, oh, okay. I, it just he just seems yeah. very comfortable. So I was like, I don't know about you, Zach. So we'll see. Yeah, from that point, I can from like what we say, what we see later, then I can see your point. But like up until this point in the story, I was like, okay, I can see he's really not super confident. But I wasn't thinking fuck boy then. I don't so, know, child. Let's we'll move see. on to Mirla and and our friend Gil. I really mm. like Gil, y'all. If you haven't looked at Gil's eyebrows, he has the best <laughs> eyebrows in the cast. I'm oh, telling you, there are some scenes in here where he's like straight on with the camera and I'm like is he getting those threaded or is that like his natural I'm pretty sure it's natural there's shit. no way like he is working what 24 hour shifts I mean it might be a bonding point if he is getting threaded with Mirla she <laughs> probably understand and like it you think she's I getting mean, her eyebrows okay. threaded she's probably getting them like tinted and like uh, all she's sorts of shit. probably you know doing permanent makeup since she doesn't put makeup oh, on her face oh yeah but like you know if you're gonna have a kid with perfect eyebrows, that's kind of motivating, maybe mm-hmm. for somebody like her. It is. Um, so they're talking, and she asks him. He gets her chair, and she's like, "Are you always a gentleman, or is this just for show?" And he's like, "No, this is this is me. I open all the doors, car doors, you know, house doors, store doors. He does. <laughs> he opens doors. All the doors." <laughs> um, so she looks pleasantly surprised by that. Um, he, she asked him what his last name is. He says it, which I didn't write. I think it's uh, Cuero. Cuero, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he asked her what her last name is. She tells us her full name mm-hmm. in case anybody wants to look her up and figure out where she's working in the district. Oh, um, damn. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. I would, I don't know, girl. Did you do Your it? Education. No, I didn't because I'm like, I, I don't, so. like, oh my goodness. Okay, I'll do it. Um, All right. You just keep going. Damn, she already up there. <laughs> see, see. Wow, y'all move like, fast. First of all, your name is not that common. It's not like right. your name's Ashley, but anyways. Lord, she a Lincoln. So he asks. 
get leave that woman alone. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. You guys, and I, I encourage, I discourage all of you from from doing the same. Don't Google. It's not gonna add anything to your life. I promise you. Um. So he asked her about her last name. She tells him her full name, and he, uh, she asks like about changing her last name. Or he asked her about changing her last name. She says, oh, I never really, I never really thought about it. Um, and I was like, you never, never, like you, you thought about marriage, but you never thought about changing your last name. And then she says, because of, um, she feels like it's her last connection to her dad. Mm-hmm. So I guess they'll have to talk about that and work that out and see what happens. But I wouldn't change my last name probably for eight for like the first eight weeks until we like make it absolutely like i honestly i like <laughs> gil but he was kind of like i was like gil like you guys just met like talking about the last we are name at the reception dinner right and then well, just she the brought way, it up though but just the way he worded that yeah what's your maiden name and she's like my maiden name <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's true he did say what's your maiden name and then he explained i was like what Everybody's nervous. Let's just put yeah. that filter yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody is nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the party, the wedding, not the wedding party, but the reception, everybody's clinking their glasses. Gil's so, so confused because he, I, I don't know if he's been to a wedding, but he's like, what does that mean? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and and I actually, like, I wasn't, I mean, I knew, but I was kind of just like, I, please don't ever do that. Like, I don't know. I was just like, uh, I don't want people... I actually felt for Mirla in this moment because she didn't kiss him at the altar. So I don't know what made people think that she was going to kiss him then. I think when you don't get married at first sight, like when you marry somebody, you're actually... Oh, yeah, you actually are acceptable. (laughs) Yes. It's like, okay, I want to kiss this person. Absolutely. But like if people are encouraging you to kiss a stranger, like somebody you met six eight hours ago yes it's gonna be a little difficult so she shuts it down she's like we're not doing that we can kiss on the cheek absolutely blah 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 Mm -hmm. they do that gil still looks discouraged about this whole kiss thing he's like i like her lips i want to kiss her you know i'm like okay well gil you know just you know slow down everything in good time (laughs) everything has excited he has i feel like he's very vibrant he's just like kind of he's She's going to have a problem with him. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to have a problem with her as well. Uh, <laughs> we go back to Rachel and Jose. This was weird as well, this first interaction that they're yeah. having. Yeah, it was interesting because they were sitting very far apart. Um, more farther apart than any of the other couples. I don't know why, but I just noticed that. he feels not pretty. Yeah. And so they were just kind of having some chit-chat. Um, he asked her where she lived, and she was like, oh, I live in the Galleria, but I work in Rosenberg, which is, damn, I was like, how are you doing that? Um, and then he asked her, like, when her lease is up, and she says <laughs> September. And then like, she kind of, like, looks, month. and she just kind of looks like, and he's like, oh, I'm just asking. Again, Jose Gil, slow down, <laughs> okay? We just <laughs> met each other with the last name and the apartment asking like what is what like chill um so then the wedding um i guess the wedding guests they do the same thing where they're clinking glasses and shit and so they actually do kiss um so they kiss everything looks great you know they're vibing he goes on this little tangent where he says that he put himself he put himself on a whole nother level and when he's dating he didn't find any women that he wanted that checked all the things off of his checklist 
And he said, and I quote, I want what I want and I get what I want. That's so unattractive. And again, I feel like this is his insecurity talking. Absolutely. Um, So then in a confessional, Rachel says that what he expects in a wife seems like a lot. (laughs) And she Mm -hmm. says that she doesn't think she can be that perfect wife for him. So they'll see what happens. And, you know, she don't want to buy change of her. She's happy with herself yeah. now so she's not gonna budge i don't blame her and i think it's interesting because he says he wants what he wants and he gets what he wants i mean that's a very strong statement so he meant like going to school paying off his house paying off his tr- that's what he meant like okay. he has goals and he achieves them i think oh, i thought not he meant like with, with women oh okay i thought he i meant think he's like... trying to apply it to this situation yeah just being clear oh man he's hopeful like i'm determined i can make things happen no that's true damn well his love life is not like that girl so then another round of awkward questioning with brett and ryan um they're sitting down i think they're eating um she says that she says you know ryan i'm sure you have a lot of questions and he says yeah i do and then there's just silence. <laughs> doesn't say a word. And then he says, oh, we'll get to them. And she's like, okay. Um, she says, right. She says that she is like a glass. I never really understood this analogy. A glass oh. half empty kind of girl. I think he's. Because he's, he's the overly positive one. And she's the realist. So I think she would be yes. glass half empty. And he'd be glass half full, right? Um, she'd be, there's water in the glass, and he'd be, glass is half full, I think. There was some way he said it where he was like, is it half empty, half full, or is it like, you know, midway? Oh, I, think I don't midway know. midway is the more like realistic. Oh, okay. So then, um, so yeah, so he was like, yeah, I can balance you out. I'm shocked that he's the overly positive one, because in the first episode, I thought he was like in agony. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe he comes alive, you know, in the, at night i don't know um she says that she teaches freshmen but that she can travel during the summer because you know she doesn't have to work and he says that if she would have been his freshman teacher then it would have been a problem you know <laughs> i found that to be a bit of a reach but <laughs> it was gross i was like ryan first of all really <laughs> like what really would you have done have, like a sexual image of Ryan or like I can't Gross. really see him being sexually forward and so I was like that's <laughs> weird but now that we just talked about her being a teacher I'm wondering if Mirla and her are familiar with each other if they work in the same district what do you think maybe not I don't know because no, I know she doesn't really because I know Mirla doesn't she's not in the school system she's a consultant so she's probably oh she you think she's with multiple districts like I think so or she's probably just in the charter district probably that's what, what I'm Lincoln assuming. Say, Never mind, don't tell us. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm reading everything here. If you want no, to know. No, 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 thanks. No, whatever you're... <laughs> Anyways, so... I mean, once she, once she said her last name, I was like, girl, you just said your full name she, out here in these streets. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she knew that was going to be uh, aired, but you Perhaps. know. That's, that's the way it goes. We go back is. to... Um, our old friends, Bao and Johnny, who we mm-hmm. haven't seen the whole entire episode. No. Um, they're talking about, they're also having like their little uh, sweetheart dinner. 
She's saying she she's really into gifts and acts of service. That's the way she mm-hmm. shows her love. He says he really likes touch. Um, you know, as he told us before, when he wants like a clingy, really clingy girlfriend. What are you looking mm-hmm. up now? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. trying to talk. And somebody. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay. He says um, he's really into. Oh. I was just going to say yes. that I, I really identify uh, with Bao here because I am an acts of service girl as well. Um, and when he said he was very affectionate, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. I was wondering about this. I was going to ask you once I got to the end of it, once I got to the end of what I was going to say. But yes, he's into touch. She's like, well, that's on the bottom of my list. <laughs> and it's going to be hard to touch me. <laughs> oh, God. Um. She starts talking about, they start talking about money, which I think is a very uh, risky conversation to have. Yeah, that was interesting. But then, but she also kind of tried to like, not play him, but she was like, oh, I'm sure you listen to sports podcasts. And he was like, oh, he's like, I listen to a good range, you know, finance and news podcasts. I like to know what's going on. And she was like, oh. I'm sure he knows from before that she shades people regularly. Yes. Yeah. Um. I don't think this is new to him that she would be like that she would make a comment like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she tell oh she mentioned she has uh, they talked about like spending and saving. Yeah. She said she really likes to save, but um, he asked her what's the last thing she splurged on, and she said these shoes, um, they're Jimmy Choo's, and she's like, but I got them on consignment. And he's like, I don't even know what that means. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't shocked that he doesn't know what that means. Um, but he seemed okay, like he John. seemed to really like that because he's like, oh, that's cool, that's frugal. She wanted a brilliant mind. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. A Nobel <laughs> Prize, <laughs> girl. Oh bless her. She tells his friends that she's always had a crush on him, which I thought was really cute. I know. Um, I was like, girl, you could have been had this man. This could have mm-hmm. been a wrap. We could have had this ten years ago. We didn't need to go on TV for this. That's true. Um. So Johnny's talking to, I think he's talking to her friends, and he's mm-hmm. like, I really, well, <laughs> he says he enjoys, like, hugging people when he meets, when he sees them, when he leaves them, and that even, like, before he leaves dinner with his family, he'll go by and, like, pat everyone's shoulder, Aww. like, take oh, care, wow. and I was like, that seems reasonable, like, okay, That's love you, lot. see you later. So, okay, let's talk about you, uh, <laughs> and your, your appropriate well, levels of touch, because and honestly, okay, so here's the thing. So I think that I was Bell. So like, I am definitely still very much an access service girl. But over time, in my relationship, I began to be like, I began to warm up to more touching and more affection. And then over time, like, I think I became an affection, uh, an affectionate person. So I think with Bell, I think she needs to have the right person to kind of bring that into her. Because even now, like, I'm way more affectionate with, like, my friends and stuff. So now it's like, if I love you, then, like, I'm going to touch you just because I love you. So I think that she needs that. Like, I think that she actually does need Johnny. I think this is a good relationship. I really do. I think think they're a good balance of each other as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hug hug your people. Touch your people. Right. Especially with COVID. Like, oh, Lord. You know, touch is is rare these days. Being touch starved (laughs) and COVID is a real thing. 
I don't know if any of y'all have ever worked with little kids, but little kids, they kind of touch you all the time, mm-hmm. like they want to behind all you, without your consent, they're just like really loving. Yeah. Um, when If you don't have like people to touch you, you can go like the whole day, multiple days without being touched. It's really, really weird. Yeah, and it's, um, I don't think it's good. Like, I don't think that we should spend, healthy. yeah, a lot of time not having physical touch with other people. Like, I think That's it's really you harming. That's why you gotta get you a dog or a cat and Hello? Thing. touch. Hello. That's a touch. Hello. Uh, (laughs) okay so then there's like this montage man the production on this show i don't know who they think they are now with a little bit of money um but they have these montages of everyone money with the bachelorette because we could be better (laughs) there's a montage of everyone eating cake um it's very sweet everyone's just eating cake yum yum um so then we get to bow and johnny again and so I think, or this may be, is this the same conversation where he's saying that he's talking to his friends and he said the first time he met her, it was business? Oh, yeah. I cut all that montage. Oh, out. damn. Okay. <laughs> well, mind. just but really yeah, quickly, the, the only highlights was that um, his brother said not to hug her. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> yeah. He's like, she doesn't like it. Like, whatever. She'll love it. Um, so then Brett and Ryan, really quickly, uh, Ryan talks mm-hmm. to her bridesmaids, and they spend a lot of time talking about this red hair. Um, that's, it's, it's not even that relevant. I, it's not real, because they were like, oh, have exactly. you ever dated that's a redhead? And he's like, no, I've never dated a redhead before. And they're like, well, she's not a natural red. And I'm like, why are we fucking talking about this? Um, so then I we go. I think they probably talked about it, and I feel like production didn't have anything else to share about this. Clearly, because so like, that's like, kind of controversial. So let's put it in there. I guess. So then we go to Ryan talking to. No, I'm sorry, Brett talking to Ryan's friends, and so she's basically like, you know, am I his type? And one guy tries to be like diplomatic, and he's like, not really, or like not, you know. Not super much. And then one guy is like, not even remotely. I was like, well, damn, just tell me, just keep it real with me. But it is kind of a loaded question. Cause I mean, you know, Um, but then one guy- he's not her type. Yes. And then one guy is like, well, his type is what he's always dated. And you know, he's always failed. And I'm like, well, damn, I guess that's true too. Um, So she said that initially he's not her type either but his character traits are on point. And she said that, you know, she's very concerned about this country lifestyle. Cause she said that, you know, she's, she doesn't know how to do stuff. She's not into country music. That's totally outside her comfort she zone. She doesn't even own boots. Yeah. And so like in her confessional, she's like, am I a fucking, she's like, am I a cowboy wife? Like, what do I do? And so <laughs> the friends start talking to her about how, you know, there'll be weekends at the ranch and, you know, he likes to hunt. And she's like, so is he killing things? And he's like, they're like, well, would you be opposed to that? And she's like, yes, I would. Goodness. We're off to a rough start. We are, because he is from East Texas. Like, when I say that, I mean that... You need to tell the people what East Texas is. Not yes. Not that listens lives in Texas. So East Texas is very much like the country. Like, there's nothing there. Like, it's just Houston. Like, it's Houston and then this, like, rest of just land. Like, there's, like... Beaumont and Galveston and like Orange, Texas. These are little these are little cities like Orange that are right off the border of Texas and Louisiana where I've actually heard stories about like black men like just going missing in East Texas and like winding up dead like months later. So East Texas has always been 
I've always been told to like not really stop in any cities in East Texas unless like you see other black people around. But I say that because it's super country, it's super rural, um, and you know, that's just kind of what it is. So when I say he's East Texas, I mean like, I think he's probably used to a particular type of woman similar to his mom. I think they all just probably go hunting on the weekends or when it's in season. Pretty sure they're hunting deer. I'm pretty sure they're going four-wheeling. Pretty sure they're like going boating. Like I think they're doing all those things that I grew up with in Louisiana. <laughs> like East Texas is okay. like Louisiana. Okay. So, and I think Where is she's, she from again? she's technically from Jersey and then moved to Houston. So she's probably just used to Houston and that's it. And Houston is very different from East Texas. So I think that she is not prepared for this type of lifestyle. And I think that's going to be a problem for him and his, his community. Probably. We're going to let that problem happen. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's, you know, it's fine. Um, Zach and Michaela, it's just the same old. Okay, hold on, let me see. Okay, so Michaela's talking to uh, Zach's parents, his mom mm-hmm. and dad. And I appreciate this interaction, but it, it also goes astray. All yes, these interactions it are going does. Astray. <laughs> I'm like, what Somebody happened? Somebody is typing again. Goodness. <laughs> I was trying to look up, I was going to look up Bal's shoes to see how much they were. Oh, uh, the Jimmy shoes? Yeah, uh, yeah. How much they retail for? Yeah, well, the what, the price she probably got them for was probably like 500 which is not bad. Um, yeah. But retail, they're like 2000 So, yeah, the more okay. you know. Um. So, Michaela's talking to Zach's parents, and Zach's dad seems very positive. He's like, I just see this as so, I see this as being so right. I think y'all are like a great match. Mind you, they met Michaela the same time as Zach did. Indeed. Um, Mom goes on this, what's perceived as a monologue about Zach. Um, And she's like, he's single-minded. He's very all or nothing, which is a red flag. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of things she was saying was just like red flag, red flag, red flag. All right, (laughs) Renaissance man. They love to say this Renaissance shit. I'm like, are y'all? I'm really curious, like if he was the favorite child, if he was the baby, or it seems like it seems like they're really into Zach as opposed not as opposed yeah as opposed to other kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, all those tears, heavens. That's, that's sweet angel right there. Sweet angel. Come, sweet angel baby. Sweet angel. Um, <laughs> so Zach is talking to Michaela's sisters. They're giving him the third degree. Um, they're like, you know, how do we know you won't hurt her or something like that? And he's like, I just need y'all to trust me with her. They look really suspicious. They and do. Even, even brother-in-law Ruben is there, white brother-in-law who walked her down the aisle. <laughs> He's there and he's like, I don't know, man. Look, well, and honestly, and he doesn't help when he says this longest relationship was nine months. And he doesn't really expound on why. Like, if you're I first. Know. I can't like, wait to find that out. I'm so intrigued because I'm like, you're 27. Your longest relationship wasn't even a year, but you were ready for he marriage. He hasn't even been to a wedding. It doesn't so make we any sense. We have a lot to figure out with him. Yeah. It's confusing. We need, we need some more answers. Mm-hmm. Um. And I hope we'll get them. I hope so. But yeah, it looks uncomfortable. He's talking well, I guess, but it doesn't like they're buying anything he's saying. Yeah. Is is the bad part. And then we go back to <sighs> Marilyn Gill. Uh- <laughs> Ooh, this was interesting, you guys. These Yeah, are- you take it. Okay, so Gill is talking to Mirla's siblings. I'm the brother and the sister. 
and they ask Gil if there are any red flags or anything that he's concerned about. And he says, and I quote, the designer stuff. And so he said that he likes to dress nice, but he won't be in Prada or Gucci every weekend. And they say that, you know, the ways that she enjoys her success is by splurging once in a while, which sounds fine. But the once in a while is not like that's not it. Like she's splurging a lot. And so I think they're basically saying that, you know, we didn't grow up with this. And now that she's able to provide for herself, she likes to buy expensive things. And honestly, when they said it like that, I was like, well, I mean, that is her prerogative. Like, she's single. She has it's no kids. Money, yeah. She's probably making a lot of money. If that's what she wants to buy, that's what she wants to buy. So then we go to Mirla talking to Gil's friends. And they ask about her lifestyle. And are you, you know, used to a lot of things? And once you're married, like, that might change. You know, the life might change. And so she asks them, well, what has to change? And they're just like, oh, well, you know, once you get married, you know, your life, you know, your life may change. And she's like, well, yeah, life, but my lifestyle doesn't have to change. And so his friends are like, oh, well, he's super cheap. And she's like, well, you know, I, she enjoys the lifestyle that she has and she wants her husband to enjoy that lifestyle too. And, you know, she likes to travel internationally. And then one of his friends says, oh, so you're high maintenance. Mm-hmm. This, this was triggering you guys. Well, also, I think the same guy in his talking head or like in his little confessional, he says, um, yeah, Gil's really cheap, like very cheap and things are going to have to change for her. And I was like, really? But my whole thing is, is like, how do we equate having the lifestyle that she has and wanting to travel and buy nice things as high maintenance? Like the high maintenance thing kind of threw me off because I don't think she's necessarily asking him to purchase all those things i think she's thinking that with her money she'll do you know she'll you know keep on the lifestyle that she has so for for one of his friends who just met her to ask if she's high maintenance i would have been like sir you need to take a step back Mm. because i don't even know you it is strange these people are just talking (laughs) <laughs> like they're just they're just saying some crazy shit and I'm like you need to yeah. chi- you need to chill because you don't know this woman and far yeah. be it for me to like defend Mirla but I was just mm-hmm. like she's got some patience because this next conversation that she's about to have I was like, I think well Gil's friends even though he's 35 his friends seem immature yes like they seem a little young and not yeah. even young but they just seem immature and I'm like y'all Ugh, I don't know. Um, so let's let's get to that actually. So we get this like little wedding montage of like bouquets being tossed and garters sh- searching blah, for garters and blah, stuff. Blah blah. blah. Um, and so then we like cue to. I think we like go towards like sex conversations. I think Dr. Viviana says yeah, something Dr. weird. Viviana and her Pocahontas. <laughs> so distracting. Talk about distracting. <laughs> She's um, like, this is usually the point of the night where couples start thinking about. Um, the not, not the honeymoon night, the night like that you're supposed to consummate your marriage. Right. It's and like, so okay. then we, that transitions us into sex conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think with Brett, uh, Brett's talking to her friends and they say that they think he's super cute. I'm not super cute, just cute. And that they like the beard. <laughs> um, so the beard's good. Um, that's all I got from them. <laughs> and then is there more from them? 
Um, no, that's it. They just kind of ask about first impressions and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And then we go on to Gil. <sighs> okay, so Mirla is talking to Gil's three best friends. This is a very uncomfortable conversation. They it ask, is. It's very pressury. I don't it like is. it. They ask her why she didn't kiss him. Um, I think at the altar. I guess just in general, like why she hasn't kissed him. And she says that she's conservative. And, you know, yes, they're married, but they're still strangers and they just met. And so she, you know, it's not a traditional wedding. She just wants to get to know him. And it's much more important that they get to know each other than, you know, kissing on the first, you know, encounter. And so she says that there is no timeline. They just need to talk and, you know, feel what's comfortable for them. And so... I saw this as, like, Principal Mirror. Like, I was like, she over here is setting this yes. straight. Because he seems really yes. like, I don't know who he is. Like, the gentleman who asked her that question, and he kept kind of, like, pressing it. Like, well, when are you going to do it? And when this? And it's like, whoa. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like, like when you're hanging out with people and somebody's like, so you ain't going to get my yes. friend number? Or, like, so you ain't going to, like, give me a hug? Like, that kind of like, weird word. pressure. <laughs> I was like, we are too grown for this shit. And I just felt like, I, and she handled it so well. Because, again, I would have been like, name. you need to back up. Um, so I didn't really like that either. I'm like, Gil, these friends of yours are not good. Um, so then he's Maybe speaking. like his nephew or something. I don't know. Well, Girl. all his family's in Colombia, so that's not heard. But I don't know where they got to go for them. He seems really, <laughs> he seems really young. Yeah, it was just a lot of youthful energy, a lot of foolishness. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, this I is not I think that's because Gil likes to have a good time, so he probably attracts a younger crowd. Maybe. I suppose so. I'm trying um, to rationalize it. I hope it's working. So then Gil talks to her friends and he says that they ask about like sex and, you know, what he's thinking for the wedding night. And he says that he's all about passion. And because they don't know each other, he wants to build up that intimacy and build up that passion and get to know each other. And he's like, you know, for all I know, she could be a dominatrix. And so they all, you know, giggle and shit. And he was just like, he needs to build trust and rapport before they get into intimacy. And so then they ask, well, how long? It was great answer. And honestly, like, when they're like, well, how long? You know, what if it's six months? And he's like, well, I'll wait as long as she is comfortable with. I I appreciate that response from him. I do think he's lying. Because he's already annoyed <laughs> that she hasn't kissed him yet. That's a good catch. I mean, I think ideally in his heart of hearts, he would like to believe that, like, because the whole, whole statement of six months, he's like, well, that's just, if we're together for 40 years, just a drop in the bucket. So <laughs> I didn't, I did not, gonna, not believe that at all. I was like, no. I was I don't. like, hmm. I don't but you're it. right, because he is like, well, I want to kiss her. But he's not saying he wants to, like, be a binner. He's just saying well, yeah, he wants, like, just a kiss. You well, know, she has been kissing him. She kissed him on the cheek. You know how, like, you want to, like, that romance, like, hold hands and kiss that's not necessarily, like, sexual intimacy? Mm. I think he's wanting to build that passion with her, not necessarily sex, but just, like, build that physical intimacy prior yeah. to sex. So, I don't know. Okay. We'll see what happens. I wonder when they're going to kiss, because in the preview, so like it was never coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that preview that. was tough. Oh. I was like, oof, Lord. All right, we'll get to that, though. Yeah, let's talk about Jose and his stepmom. Mm-hmm. She's weird. I don't like her. <laughs> so, Jose uh, has a stepmom. Her name is God. Julie. She's married to Big Jose. And um, Julie, I think Julie's just like a, a regular Caucasian woman. Yes. Just, <laughs> yes. She's not a regular Caucasian woman. Um, and so, we see Rachel talking to... Big Jose and Julie 
and they're talking to her about sex, which I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, <laughs> as a as a person, if my partner's parents wanted to talk to me about sex, I would be very uncomfortable. If I was a parent, I don't know if I want to talk to my kid's partner about them having sex with my child. I just don't know if I want that. That whole thing was so strange. I was like, why are these the people who were talking about this? And so the dad was trying to be like a little bit more coy. It was like, oh, go with your heart and, you know, do what you want. Big Jose looks uncomfortable. Girl, he was like, he looks like he's confused. (laughs) He's like, I don't know what to say. Julie over here is... She's like, well, if you do it, she's like saying like all this off the wall stuff. I didn't even take no for any of it. Um, she said it was just like one thing after the next. She's like, if I if I was you, go for it, girl. And I was like, what? <laughs> God, it was gross. She's just saying, like, it was like a bunch of comments similar to that where it was just like one thing after another, like kind of encouraging her to have sex with Jose. Yeah, have sex with him. Do it. Yeah, and the dad's like, you don't have to say, like, he looks like, please stop. <laughs> He's like, just go with your heart. Do what's best for you. You know, just yeah. like typical, like generic. And she's like, do it, girl. Go, you know, go she's for like, it, girlfriend. If the mood hits you, you know, whatever. Oh my, oh my God, Julie. Like, how much has she had to drink? Julie needs Gross. to sit down. <sighs> I didn't like it. Okay. So we're, okay. So then after go that. Back to wedding nights. Yes. So back to wedding nights. Oh my gosh. So we're finally leaving the weddings, you guys. The weddings have ended. Um, Mirla and Gil have a fire truck leaving the wedding. They actually get in it and like drive away. Um, I was confused because they're staying at the Intercontinental and the weddings were at the Intercontinental. So I guess they're just going to make the block. You have to make an exit. You <laughs> yeah. know. They're just going to make the block. You can't just go upstairs, like go to the elevator. Right. Bye. And then um, Bao and Johnny, they had like dancing dragons um, at their they wedding. Had, like they had the best wedding. Right? So festive. And then Rachel and Jose had a mariachi band. And then this like really nice car. Um, yeah. I don't know what kind of like car that was. town car. Yeah. But it was super cute. They actually kiss inside. I'm like, look at, look at you guys. You know? It was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I saw Michaela and Zach walk out. Or if I did, I didn't make notes about it. Two people had the same car. I'm not sure because I didn't make notes about it, but two people had that car. Mm. Um, somebody else had the mariachi band at first. I think oh, I think it was. Writing. I think it was Gil and Mirla. I think. Okay. Yeah. So they're. They know how. You know how they're going to do. They're going to reuse these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, people get carried over the threshold. I think Bao, Rachel, Michaela, and Mirla get carried over the threshold. Yes. Everyone I did not but see Brett. Yes, everyone but Brett. So I was like, this is interesting. I don't know how to feel about that. Um, it's also interesting. Bao and Johnny have this uh, themed, <laughs> themed. Yes, they had like, I was like, look at this, the festive room. Like, it's just, oh, it's a theme. They have um, like this red and gold, you know, similar to, their like, tea, okay. similar to their tea ceremony. And I was like, is that really necessary? Y'all are going way out with this. Mm-hmm. They sleep in regular beds at home, sure. Um, everybody else kind of had a regular bed. We get to see people. Oh, Zach mentions Zach and Michaela are laying on the bed because mm-hmm. they're exhausted from their big wedding day. Um, and Zach mentions the condoms over there, mm. which as we knew there'd be condoms in the room. But Zach is the only person who mentions the condoms, which I was mm-hmm. like, mm. And it was interesting because she like took all her makeup off and put her her night clothes on. It was just like a a, just a regular pajama set with pants and a long sleeves top. And he was like, oh, oh, I 
didn't I didn't know this yeah, was he's all like, I didn't that. See all this at the wedding. I was like, all right, so I was like, he didn't see all that. I thought her <laughs> I was trying was to figure like, out how you didn't see all that. I think he's like, I, I didn't see all this at the wedding. And I was like, he's poor okay. me. Make okay. it stop. So then um, we get to Rachel. Um, Rachel says that he is like very touchy feely, and normally that would make her cringe, but she is with the right person, and so it feels good. I was like, oh, that's sweet. Um, and then Johnny and Bao, um, they get into bed after he finally takes off her wedding dress, and um, I guess that took buttons. some time. She like a nightmare. Yeah. Yes. And then he actually he helped her take the pins out of her hair, and I was like, this is really sweet, you guys. Um, so then they get in bed, and Johnny says that he usually sleeps with a body pillow, and so she proceeds to grab two <laughs> pillows and is like, oh, let's do this. Let's make this the body pillow um, to try and help him out. And I think he was just like, damn. <laughs> so that concluded the episode, and then we got this crazy uh, season trailer. Oh, the book- hold on a second. Oh, was there something else? Before we... Yes, I wanted to talk very briefly about these bedtime outfits because, uh, let me see, Mirrorless, did you see Mirrorless pajamas? Yeah, she just had on like regular like red, like, uh, like just regular like, like these long plaid pajamas. pajamas. Yeah. I don't know, like, I feel like in prior seasons we don't see people wearing this for their wedding night. Um, oh, well the only I person think- who like really had on like a super cute outfit was Rachel. Yeah, she had like this little teddy, little silk mm-hmm. teddy with like a little duster thing. And I was like, excuse I'm glad me. somebody tried. Um, but I thought Brett's outfit was kind of, Brett had like a lounge outfit on. I didn't know <laughs> a what, lounge what outfit that was. On. was. It was like, like a mm-hmm. sweatshirt with shorts. Yeah. Um, so I, I wasn't, I don't know, I just wasn't sure. And I guess well, what would you was, what would you wear? nothing it's my wedding night um well i mean but i'm saying that but they're on camera so obviously things may change when the cameras go off but what I would think you rachel's outfit would be the most appropriate like something just cute or like in prior seasons where the girls have worn like little satin uh shorts with like little those little shirts little oh shirts. yeah 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 or like put a robe on like something like you know I like the silky look. I, I don't like the plaid pajamas for me. Or like, I was expecting more from her, mm-hmm. truthfully. Well, I mean, honestly, I can't. Yeah, I guess he's a stranger. Well, yeah, and I can't sleep in pants or long me sleeves. Neither, so I don't know how these people are doing it. God bless them. And they're in Houston well, for, for Michaela gets naked, but. Oh, yeah, anywho. she does. Yeah. So, and that's it for the podcast this week. Just kidding. <laughs> we're not done yet you guys we've got a quick Ugh, just a really bring it home really quick uh little bachelorette thing and it is going to be very brief because it's it's not much Ooh. you guys all right so bachelorette you want me to take it off or you guys? yes kick us off because you know we're we're, we're, we're pushing through right, you guys I highlights okay i got this just <laughs> Okay, so we start with casual Katie, and we're going to do Blake's hometown first. God. We're going to Canada, because Blake is from Canada. He used to be a bartender, so they have, like, this little clubhouse set up similar. It looks, like, almost the same as from Matt James. Yes. What's her name? Um, oh, the God, what's her thing. name? Oh, I forgot her name. But yes. Serena? Serena Yes, P. yes, Serena P. Um, it looks very similar to that, so if you watch that, <laughs> you've seen this. So he's saying... He used to bartend. He's like, maple syrup is everywhere. It's even on the bedside table. Katie's like, you use it in the bedroom? She's very excited about this maple syrup bedroom. Gross. Tea. 
they throw some darts. They talk <laughs> about uh, the darts have questions. The darts pop balloons. And there's questions in the balloons. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, what's your biggest fear? Kane says spiders. And then um, he gets one or she gets one that says, touch your favorite bride party. And he says, I have two. He proceeds to make out with her and grab her ass. It's like all like ass grabby. Mm-hmm. They do some moose, inflatable moose riding, like bull riding with a moose. It looks very sexual because they're all on the moose together and then they fall off. They're making out, you know, just very normal Mm -hmm. Katie and Blake things. They then go into a little bit of hockey in the street. And then all of a sudden Greg is outside for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) We get like a a shot of Greg outside. He looks like he's in deep thought. And And it's this ominous music playing in the background. They've produced it, so it's like they brought down the voices of Katie and Blake, and they're showing, and they're showing Greg. So I'm like, is he listening or what? We see them going to the hockey box, and they're kissing, um, and then we get to hear more from Greg. And Greg's like, uh, I kind of saw a little bit of their one one on one, and it just makes me sick to my stomach because she looks so happy. And I was like, what do you want him to be like? Man, like what what the fuck are you here for? Like, I don't know. Oh Lord. He goes back inside and you know, we're kind of on pause with Greg and his emotions. Mm-hmm. Katie changes her outfit into this floral dress and a baby pink shrug for the mm-hmm. evening date. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know what a shrug is, it's like what my mom would say you need to wear to church if you're Yes. Like, <laughs> I wore this <laughs> in middle school, y'all. Like, yeah. What the fuck? You ha- you have, I don't even own one currently, but I've owned some before. I have. I had them in all colors in middle school. Oh, were you wearing dresses a lot? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I wore them to okay. church, and I just put on a little cropped cardigan, and, you know, with my hoop ear. I literally was yes, in her outfit. Yes, that's what kind of looks like, a cropped cardigan. Yes. <laughs> literally in her my outfit. My mom calls it a shrug, but... Mm-hmm. You put that on when you're going to church. Um, so you're not So you're not exposing your shoulders, you know. Anyway, so that's what she puts on for the evening date, which I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, girl, this is gross. I it's just can with her. Oh. Oh, there's a lot going on here with his family, and I didn't get all mm-hmm. notes. I'm going to give you what I got, and then you fill it in. Yeah. Um, Mom talks to Katie, and she wants to know when Katie decided to pursue Blake. And Katie's like, oh, when I first met him, and all that stuff that she's already told, her, told us. Um, mom and Katie chat and mom says that Blake is smitten and everybody asked Katie this question the whole night or not the whole night the whole show of if Katie is in love with any of these men mm-hmm. Katie gives us the same answer all throughout she says I don't feel right saying I love you to someone and then going on other dates even if she feels that way which kind of sounds insincere to me like if you love someone but you're not going to tell them just on principle yeah mm. I don't yeah. know. I've done that before, though. So, but I wasn't dating multiple people. I was just like, I was like, me first. And then I was oh, okay. I was like, well, damn. But no, like, I definitely think that there is something really disingenuous about that. Like, oh, I'm just gonna wait yeah. until the like, last. I'm not gonna episode. tell anybody I love them, so I keep it fair, fair. Yeah, and I was like, like, dude, that's... if you love, I thought you were following your heart. Exactly. That's why like, that's kind of fucked up. So I was like, I don't know, girl. Yeah. So, was there anything else about Mom and Katie that you caught, or we're we moving on to the sister? Uh, let's move on to sister, because sister is, is, is it. Okay. Uh, Blake's sister, Taylor, and they look very much alike. I think he's the better looking one between the two of them. They, they look alike, but like twins almost. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. they look like twins, but it's like maybe 
the boy looks better in this case, or no. Blake looks better in this case. You don't think so? <laughs> she doesn't look bad. No, she her eyebrow. I was like, what's are they? Uh, I don't know how they do it in, in the Canada, but I was just like, I'm not really <laughs> understanding what's I happening. Think their features just work better. Like their family features work better on him. On men. Oh. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Cause yeah, they, his mom looks like him too, but <laughs> they look like they are definitely family. Yes. Um. So uh, let me just take over for sister real quick. Sister was intense. Sister says, take "Is this?" Off. Sister says, and I quote, "Is this the one now?" And I was like, "Damn, that's fucked up." Shady. Um, but she says that you know Claire came and he was Claire came and he was in love and Tasha came and he was in love and she's like, "What's happening now?" And so he says that, you know, he feels it, but he wants it to come naturally. And she's just like, well, you know, you need to figure out what you want. So then mom basically ends up saying, you know, you know, Katie's very genuine. She's sweet, but you need to man the fuck up and tell her that you love her. And mom cries and says that she is super proud of him for having the guts to do this. Um, So then at the end, they all play hockey outside. Katie's shoes are off. It just feels right. Um... (laughs) He tells her that he feels really good about her, but he doesn't tell her that he loves her. And so I that's saw this meme end. of Blake and his sister talking, and it was like, if Blake doesn't get chosen, he's going to say Michelle is the, the one who's going to go on her season. Lord sure. have mercy. Blake, he's a lover, I guess. Mm, I guess um, so. Yeah. We go to Justin, and first <sighs> things first with Justin, he's on the phone with his family with i think both his parents i think his mom's on the phone his dad's like in the background yeah they say they're not coming but they support him they said they don't get it they don't they ain't here for it they, i don't you know, blame from, them shit they're like you were supposed Baltimore. to make it yeah <laughs> that's ha- oh anyways they're like we don't really get it uh we love you we support you blah 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 so they do his hometown date and by the way just in case we didn't say this all the hometown dates are on the resort as we thought they would be mm-hmm. and as they were last season as well so there's like a welcome to baltimore sign they get in a horse-drawn carriage katie is running and jumping into everyone like everyone's yeah. arms i guess cute there is it no um <laughs> they're on this horse-drawn carriage ride and he asks her like ranch or blue cheese and she says blue cheese he loses his mind and says like mm. they can go ahead and get married <laughs> it's the simple because things that's that's what does it they have some making out he tells her about uh blue crabs which are you know the mayor the thing to do when you go to maryland i love oh, them i've never had them oh maryland is big on crabs we have crab chips on the east coast they're so oh, wow. good you can't get them anywhere like out here but they're good i'm not from maryland but i'm from virginia they're neighbors um so yes they're eating crabs she looks very unfamiliar with crabs like i don't know where she's where is she from? Seattle. They, they yeah, have which is strange. There, for, yeah, for a second, I had to think about that. I was like, does she not eat seafood? But then I was like, oh, no, she shut clams with Greg, so she should know how to eat mm. crabs. But I don't know. Justin later breaks the news to her that his parents aren't coming, but his best friends are here. She's wearing some other little outfit that's not significant. Um, sh- okay, so, yeah, his parents aren't coming, and she has a reaction to his parents not coming. And she makes it sound like he's going to be in jeopardy if she doesn't meet his parents. Kind of like, well, that's a really big, important thing because a, a proposal's on the line. So if I haven't met your family, she doesn't say this to him, but she says it to us. And I'm like, Katie, I don't know if you can really be picky because you ain't got the kind of options you think you 
<laughs> and also, I'm just like, you weren't going to pick him anyway. So I kind of was just like, this is a moot point. Like, we, I'm just shocked that Justin's even there, to be perfectly frank. Justin is shocked that Justin's there. Yes, he is. His best friends are there. Herb and... What's the white guy's name? I didn't get his name. Okay. <laughs> There's Herb and this guy that looks kind of like Michael Phelps. There's a meme about that, too. Oh, I have guy. Justin. Oh. Okay. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> so this is very different than talking to someone's parents. They're having drinks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're, like, pouring up and having some drinks like, starting off the conversation. Herb talks to Katie. Um, he seems like he's very surprised by Justin's behavior. Like, Justin is not supposed <laughs> to be here. He's he like, why like, am I here? And he yeah. just says that Justin's, like, super guarded. And he doesn't let a lot of people in. And he doesn't do a lot of PDA. And I'm like, Justin is confused because he should be home by now. <laughs> Everybody's confused. Uh, Katie talks to, yeah, the other friend. Nothing of note there. Herb wonders if Justin is behind and this, they kind of make it seem like a race. Like somebody got to tell their lover first. You got to tell her so she picks you or whatever. Um, so he's wonder if he's wondering if Justin is behind in the competition, and he thinks he should tell, essentially tell Katie that he loves her, even though no one said nothing about love. <laughs> right? I'm like what? Herb is like, you need to tell her, man. You need to tell her. I'm so like, Justin Herb. proceeds, you know, following the advice of his Lord friends. Lord have like, mercy. I'm falling in love with you. She kisses him and tells him she's proud of him, which again with this, <laughs> I don't know why she's telling people she's proud of him. This took me immediately back to when she eliminated Courtney and told him, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, for what? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm proud you love me. I don't know. She's like, I know I, I can feel you fighting it. Blah, blah, blah. She doesn't say it back. And then we go to Greg. <sighs> Greg has his hometown day. He's standing on the dirt road waiting for Katie to come mm. on down. He looks off, like shook a little bit. Yeah. And then when she walks up to him, she says, I almost forgot what you looked like. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because she said it had been so long. I was like, oof. Had Lord. it been so long? We're all living in the same hotel. Let's it's tough. Anyways. Right? <sighs> He's, Greg is from New Jersey, and he gets them a tandem bike. They go on a little bike ride um, together. They have some pork rolls, which I hadn't, I didn't know this was a thing, but me I'm either. interested in the pork rolls. It's like, it's like pork and cheese or like a, sa- like, like a, a sandwich. like a kaloshi? Maybe like a calzone. I don't oh, know. Oh, interesting. Like, I don't know. Some kind of like a hot pocket, maybe. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> they have some pork rolls. They have some Italian ice. Katie said she's never had Italian ice. I thought that was interesting. Cause Wait, what's like Italian this. ice? It's like little, like a like like a like snow like cups. a snowball, kind of. But they're like in little cups, and they like they sell them in the grocery store. They have them like on the ice cream truck, and you like scrape the ice off the top instead like of like a Dixie cup. No, like a little plastic cup. Oh, interesting. Okay. You, okay. You, I feel like you probably. I feel like they're pretty common, but I don't feel like they're isolated to Jersey. But I don't know. Mm, okay. Um, and y'all snowballs are snow cones. That's the people in Louisiana call them snowballs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for y'all that aren't familiar, they're, they're like snow what cones snowball? For, the, for the rest of the world. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, um, yeah, Greg is from a beach town. That's why we're doing like all these things, right? And so, oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah, he was like, my little beach town, so I like a little tandem thing, little ice cream, little pork roll, like little, stopping at little carts. Mm. Um, they do some like inflatable 
surfing. So instead of the inflatable moose, I mean, instead of the moose riding, they're surfboarding on like an inflatable thing. They fall off, they're kissing, they play, uh, instead of horse, they play kiss. He says it reminds him of his dad because he used to play basketball with his dad a lot. This is this is where we start getting into it because Greg's talking about his dad. Yeah. Woo. Mm-hmm. Maybe shouldn't have happened. Yeah. But for his, um, he says like for his hometowns, his mom, his older brother, and his best friend will be there. He says it rains in New Jersey and they have like another rain scene like they did when she did her <laughs> Seattle date. And God. After that, things. Things start turning. Do you know what was yes. next? Yes. So, um, so he, it's the evening family, evening date with the family. She's wearing mm-hmm. another flower dress with another cropped black cardigan, some sort of heel. But she did her hair, I guess, because it had rained. Um, oh, probably so. So his mom is there with, is this a best friend and a brother or two brothers? A best friend and a brother. His brother is the one that doesn't look like him, the heavier set one. She okay, okay, brother. perfect. Mm-hmm. So he and sees his family. Like him. Okay, so he sees his family. He's super excited. They show him a video of his family back home because a lot of them couldn't come because there's so oh, yeah, many his of sisters them. Sisters and his nieces. Yeah, so all the sisters and the and their kids have like a little video. And they're just saying how proud they are of him, and all the kids at the end are like, "We love you, Uncle Greg." It's super cute, and he looks like he's tearing yeah. up. Um, his brother says um, to Katie that he doesn't really talk about his dad's death, like, at all. And he's just glad that he could express that to her. And she says that she could see herself marrying him because he has a big heart and is a family man. But she wants to give the I love you to the final person. His mom thinks that he's going to get hurt. <laughs> so then mom. Katie and Greg are chatting after this. And she says that she's happy that his mom said that he's never felt this way about a girl before and she loves that and he says that he lost a major piece of him when his dad passed away and so she's being really supportive at this moment she kisses wait, his hand wait you're talking about katie talking to greg yeah okay hold on hold on let me fill in something a little bit when do, are, were you going to cover mom talking to katie no okay so mom talks to katie and Katie, while she's talking to mom, you know, mom thinks mom's thinking he's going to get hurt. And Katie reassures mom by saying he's I don't want to use this word, but he's a front runner and he'll be here next week. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Lord. So she's like, I don't care if I'm supposed to say this, but he'll be here next week. He'll have a rose. Oh, and God. I was like, this is interesting. And but also <sighs> before he talks to Katie, he tells his best friend that he's falling in love. He tells his mom he's in love and he's so happy. And then that's when we see him and Katie sit down and talk. And he's like, I want to know what you talked about with my mom. And yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. So he says that he hasn't been this happy in a long time and that he's, you know, he's in love with her. And uh, she laughs and looks up at him and says, I just love looking at you. Oh, yes. He's also talking in this moment. He's talking a lot. He's like on a monologue a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this is a lot about his family and like his dad and how, you know, he's yeah, really. Yeah, he's tearful. He's pouring his heart out. He's yes. crying. He's like, I'm just so happy. 
and falling in love and i want you to know i'm really serious about this mm -hmm. and she's like look she's looking down or like smirking i don't know she's being weird yeah she's being super weird and that's when she's just like oh i just love looking at you and it's just yeah, like yeah because he was like what do you think or like do you have a response like he prompted her and she's like i just love looking at you and i was like this is yeah. bad and it was tough because again he had had this whole monologue about how he was super like happy and just like, yeah. you know, just really falling in love and wanting to be there. And she kind of just like, I don't know what she was thinking, but she I just don't know, completely. He looked away. He looked like, away when she said that. And I was like, yeah. I don't think she's going to pick him based on like, based on how she just responded to him being so emotional. I was like, she's not going to pick him. Yeah. And so he kind of presses and he's like, you know, what's going on? What's going through your mind? And he, I think she says that, you know, you're here next week and our connection is so strong. And at the end, it'll be worth it. And he's just like, what? <laughs> um, and so yeah. he's like, so she's like, oh, well, you know, this is really hard. And he's like, well, what's hard? So he is clearly very upset. They're kind of, they're. I mean, we've had this whole thing before with them where he told her, like, he's like, I feel like I don't have a good read on you. Like, I don't yes. know what you're thinking. Yes. And where she's told him before as well, like, you just seem so sad. Like, you seem like a, a like I, like my little sad puppy dog or something yeah. like that. Because yeah. she's like, you're not happy. After he just cried and told her she was ha he was happy, yeah. and it she's was like, well, it was tough. Yeah, and so they then they, banter. so then they get up and then they're walking towards, I guess, to go outside. And so then yeah, they're in this like, like pitch black room, so we can't see them but we can hear them. And so yeah. he's very upset and he's just like he can't be there at the end if it's not him. And this was a big step for him tonight to you know proclaim these feelings and to open up. And he's upset that she doesn't know who, you know, who she's getting engaged to at this point. And so she says that he's losing trust in her and he's just like, he's losing a shit. So he says he wants to know where he's at in this process. And she says that it's just not going to be easy, um, but it's gonna be worth it. Like, I don't even know what that means. So then he yeah. walks outside. He says that he's extremely confused and he doesn't understand what's happening. And then she just kind of yeah. like gets in the car it was just uh, really strange. Yeah, there was like a, a hug and a kiss, and then she got in the car, and he was like, I'm just so fucking confused. And, yeah, it, it just doesn't end, yeah. end well. And I'm, like, I'm not even sure how she said goodbye to his family or, like, how all that happened. Because we don't yeah. see them having playing hockey or doing anything cool together. Yeah, like, um, literally, it's like, they go, there's a little conversation with Blake that's kind of, like, not really important, but then it's like... Greg and Blake talk, because I feel like Blake... I, now, this is just a thought I had when watching, because Greg approached Blake. They talked. It wasn't anything of significance, but right after they talked, he went to 4212. And yeah. I feel like, for some reason, for some reason, it's in my head that Blake is convincing these other people that they should go up worried. there <laughs> oh god like, because didn't who somebody else went to Blake's oh yeah was it like, was brendan yeah brent like people are mm -hmm. like i don't know i feel like blake's like an alpha male he is and so i'm seeing all these guys like come to blake and i think blake's like yeah she's not into you man That's or i feel like, like blake was probably like why don't you just go up there and talk to her like while you're sitting yeah, here just like maybe. you know i don't think he's like out outright telling them that they suck but yeah. i feel like blake is key like i don't know if i would talk to the competition about right that was so strange that like, he approached him and i was just like yeah. why would you talk to him about this and so yeah you know he goes up there to talk and i'm like this is a curse room because everyone that goes in there leaves that knock and so 
honestly, the conversation, it just doesn't go well, you guys. Like, he feels like she dismissed him. He wanted her to kind of talk more about real life and not about show life. Because she kept saying, yes. you know, all these roses and next week and... He was saying that, yeah, he was like, it wasn't about a rose for him. He was just asking for her. And he's just like super over like basically the show. Yeah. So then it's like, it gets a little dramatic. Like she's just crying. She's like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And he leaves and it's just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't be with you. So then she runs after him again. And they kind of have the same conversation again, where he's just like, you know, you're not there for me. You're not here. You don't want to be with yeah, me. Yeah, he kind of says, like, she, like something in her change is what he's yeah. kind of alluding to. He's like, when I told you I loved you, it was like mm-hmm. I was saying it to a stranger. And he's like, I had always gotten Katie, and then this wasn't Katie. And it was... I thinking it's because of her Matt James response like thank you for sharing that with me yes like yes and the whole I just love look like she like honestly like and I've been seeing some really some interesting conversations on social media about this because a lot of people think that he was like acting but like for me (laughs) I actually kind of agree with him that like he really did kind of like share his his feelings with her and was like really open with her and then her response like a shift happened like, yeah. she didn't respond like she normally would have. And that's why I was like, well, shit. This was just like, and I think I might have posted this. Um, if y'all remember her laying with Mike P at the little mm-hmm. retreat thing where it was a meditative. Yeah. He's laying on her and he's like, she just feels so nurturing. And I, he's like, this is reminding me of my mom. And he says something <laughs> like that out loud. And the whole thing just shifts. She's like, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Or she says, Jesus. Like there's a Sheesh. sharp shift. <laughs> and you just know like that's that's a nail in the coffin and i don't know what it is about mm-hmm. katie but it seems like maybe it's like when people are getting too close she kind of yeah. turns off or like when it's becoming too emotional too vulnerable because they did show her pictures of greg's dad and this is the first time he's opened up to anybody about his dad so I've, it seems heavy yeah like if i was if I was the, I'm just meeting them and they're like, oh, you're, he's putting it all in line for you. I'd be like, oh shit. Like, yeah. I think she, once she saw his family and saw that video, she was like, oh shit, I got to retreat. And that's really unfortunate because I actually really liked him. Like there's something yeah. about Blake that I don't, there's something about him that's Blake off. likes everybody. Blake is a fuck boy. Is what yeah. Like there's something about him where it's like, he's very sexual and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's giving me like Zach vibes. He's like a womanizer. <laughs> Like, it's something off. And, like, I just don't. I don't know. It's something off with him. And, like, I just, I hope hope she knows what she's doing. Because, as you can see, the final two are now Blake and Justin. And, obviously, she's not choosing Justin. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we didn't, I don't think she finished saying that. She goes to find him. He also takes the stairs. She takes the stairs. And I'm not sure how exactly she knew where he was, but she found him. And she's like, I just want to hug you. And I was like, here she goes with this line of bullshit again, saying, like, I just want to hug you. That's the same thing she said to Andrew S. And then she proceeds to sit on the ground and tells him that if she, if he leaves, she's leaving and she's done. And she said that before. She's, like, uh, on like begging him, I guess, to stay. He's sitting in a chair while she's on the ground begging. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I deserve more than this. I'm not happy here. He walks off. She storms off in her slippers. And she's like, I want to go home. And goes back to her room, locks herself in the bathroom. Caitlin comes. She's talking to her through the door. And Katie's saying, like, she just feels blindsided and 
heartbroken and she wants somebody to book her flight home and yeah so that's the story of how we didn't have another rose ceremony how another person <sighs> left katie standing at the altar and again katie does not have the options she thinks she has no, she thought she, she had all these guys now they're just kind of get rid of themselves they're like nope this ain't this ain't it yeah it's something i don't know there's some energy around katie that is it's i don't know that's this a little concerning because you don't see this I, don't, I mean i haven't watched many of the seasons as we've this all, as this we many know. people that have been self-eliminating it's like this has got to be an all-time high i believe because like i've never seen this it many people be. just be like all right we'll see you like it's just even not on good. like other reality shows I watch, when people start making it to the end, they're not like, oh, I gotta go. Like, right. Like, I mean, literally, oh, oh boy, what's his name? Andrew last week was like, oh, well, my kid needs me, gotta go. It's like, girl, Michael, like, what? Hey. Oh, Michael. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> but, like, it's just not good. Like, it, these men don't want to stay. Like, what's but happening? But again, I think a lot of this is her fault because, first of all, Brendan shouldn't have made it as far as he did. Justin yeah. shouldn't have made it as far as he did. So if she would have kept people who were into her instead of eliminating, like, based on the drama in the house, mm-hmm. she might have had a tighter a tighter final group. Well, and honestly, you guys, the clothes. I mean, we need to have a conversation <laughs> about the attire. Because um, if you're not going to give me your best, then, like, why should I? Yeah, I'm sure she's giving Blake her best every day. Um, <laughs> but so that's where we're at with this. We have um, I don't, one more. I, guess I think one or two more episodes. I don't think we need to do fantasy suites. Um, oh, is that still happening? I don't think it is. I've seen like pictures of her, her dress for like the final rose. It looks good. Um, Finally, for like the the final ceremony. But there was there was a point when Greg was talking and he was like. What are we gonna do? Have fantasy suites? I'm gonna make love to you, and then we're just not gonna be together. And I was like, "Ooh, this is." That felt a little bit dramatic. I was like, "Okay, Greg, like let's." Greg, okay, now chill. be fair to Greg. He was in a highly emotional spot. It wasn't like he just out of the blue. I mean, I get it, it, but I'm like, all right, like, Greg. No, Greg is not gonna give up the D until he knows it's Girl, him. Please, I was like, all right, Greg, I get it. Should chill no greg is like you're not gonna uh-uh, you're not gonna get to enjoy this you don't even love me <laughs> poor greg i hope oh. you're I hope you're okay out there greg yeah that's all we have y'all for real yes oh, so the end of this week's recap yes we finished um i do have a recommendation for this week Ooh. um it is called queen of the south uh, Ooh, this is an older an older show. I am late, but I saw it on Netflix, and one of my best friends was like, you need to watch this show. She's actually been telling me for years. And finally, I was like, okay, fine. Um, so the the it's always the pilot episodes where I'm like, oh, I can't do this. But then by the third episode, I'm like, okay, this is really great. And so basically, it is the adaptation of a telenovela, La Reina del Sur. Um mm-hmm. And so it centers around a woman, Teresa Mendoza, a poor Mexican woman who becomes wealthy by building a vast drug empire. And it basically talks about her love for a member of a, of a drug cartel. Um, and after she's told he's been murdered, she's forced to flee. And so she winds up in Dallas and then, you know, just smuggling cocaine all up and down the border. It is so exciting, you guys. I love it. Um, I'm on season two. I believe there are five seasons. They just canceled it, I believe, uh, last year. Oh, no, no. In March of 2021. Uh, The fifth season is the last. So it's on, I believe, USA 
Network, currently on Netflix, and I love it. So I think you should watch it. And that's all I've got. Okay. Um, what have I watched this week? F Boy Island. It's not necessarily great TV, <laughs> but it's great trash. Um, it's on HBO. There are these three women. There's 24 men. 12 are F boys and 12 are nice guys. They have to try to decide who is who. There's eliminations. And I think there's a chance to win some money at the end. It's like $100,000. Um, so it's something to watch, like I said. Um, I've also I love trash. I know. Try- <laughs> oh, <that laughs> I love trash. Full spork in, what's that, Toy Story 4? He's like, I'm trash. <laughs> Love it. Have you, did you watch that? You no, that wasn't, that wasn't on our list. None of the, <laughs> not a lot of love for Pixar. You know, just that one movie, Inside Out. But she was a, she's a Disney girl through and through. My niece. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tamara's niece made her watch a movie marathon. Yes, 20 movies, was, you guys. It's pretty extensive. <laughs> um, and Tamara doesn't watch animated movies are Ooh, lord as soon as i said so she that she learned a lot y'all she's up indeed. to date with all of us honestly as soon as i said that my niece came in and said actually girl you're gonna watch all the animation yeah, so, yeah. So <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad somebody took the time to do that for you and indeed. i'm glad you felt obliged um so yes those are our recommendations for the week we've enjoyed catching up with y'all this bachelorette fin- oh this is the finale mm-hmm. they said let's wrap it up I couldn't agree hours. more. Oh, Lord. Three well, no, hours. I think, so usually when I watch on Hulu, it's usually been an hour and 20 minutes. So that must be the two hours. So then this is probably going to be like, what, an hour and a half? Mm, I was going to say, when I see it on Hulu, it says 125, and that's without commercials. Oh, that's so I'm thinking true. this might be closer to two two full hours of content. Okay. Well, we're going to, we're honestly, we're going to recap that pretty quickly as well, because we all know the outcome. I mean, at least seven people have self-eliminated, so we already know how this is going to go. Yeah. So we'll catch y'all up on that. Don't feel like y'all have to watch it. We'll watch it for y'all. Take the brunt. Um, And then we'll catch back up with Honeymoons and see. I don't even know where these people are going, but it looks like from that. Oh, they're going to Key West. Key West. Okay. Keeping it local. I see. Um, Okay. So, yeah, we'll catch back up with them and see how it goes. Looks like there's some drama coming this season, so I'm super excited to take this break from The Bachelorette mm-hmm. and jump into these five couples, really get to know them, hear these secrets, hear more about uh, Jose's sexual insecurity oh, and no. Zach's sexual prowess. You know, it's just a lot, a lot of sex things to talk about with these people. So Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward excited. to it. I'm looking forward to it, definitely. Yeah. All right, y'all, we're going to get out of here. We got lives to live. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Thank you.